If you're running a software development agency, it shouldn't be too hard to grow. Welcome to Managed Coder Podcast. Tune in every week to find out how to grow your software development agency and help you to solve your day-to-day problems with 20-plus years experience running an agency. Please welcome your host, Shahed Islam. Hey, Lucky. Welcome. Uh, can you introduce yourself? Hi, Shahad. I'm Lucky Govindram. I'm general manager of Semtrex XR and Semtrex Labs. Thank you. Thank you. So let, uh, tell me a little bit more about your agency and how many years uh, you've been into agency world. Sure. So I've been in the agency world for a decade. Um, it started as a small shop that me and my brother founded. Um, at the core, we're a creative technology lab. Uh, end-to-end strategy, design, development, deployment. Um, we are agnostic to vertical sector and technology. Um, you know, we sold the agency to Semtrex about four years ago and have been with them ever since. Okay. The reason I contacted you, I saw you You guys were listed as one of the top agency on um, one of the portal. Um, and I was wondering that, you know, when I look into your agency, um, what how do you bear, add value to the client? You know, what is what are the reasons behind um, the success you got uh, on Clutch Top 100? Why are you there? If somebody is listening to our podcast, what would you tell them to do? So there's a number of ways to add value to your client. You know, it's not um, always so simple or straightforward. You know, I think, you know, we've been able to look at our business over a decade and analyze how the best projects have gone versus the more challenging ones because not everything is always perfect. And, you know, that's helped us being able to lean in and grow. Now, the value we provide is a mix of things. It starts before they're a client to when they're a client to, you know, after they're a client. And that, that starts by us communicating our unique value proposition, understanding our audience and identifying our audience, um, understanding how to meet a client's specific goals, you know, not trying to do everything, trying to do the parts of the, the, the stack or the ecosystem that we are best at and speak to that and, and really be able to, you know, communicate that, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and that comes from leveraging visible marketing and providing that pre-sales and helping customers before they are customers know that value before they're even there. And, you know, it's not trying to serve everything. It's speaking directly to those things. Um, and then ultimately listening to those prospective clients and, you know, then being able to, throughout the process, address those clients' needs by your unique value proposition. Mm-hmm. So us specifically, you know, as we've evolved and continue to evolve, we've seen small and medium enterprises to be the best businesses for us. Mm-hmm. They are an underserved audience. They are challenged by, you know, price and service. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the, the creme de la creme who, who may be, you know, at the top three or the top four, you know, global agencies are, are way too expensive and they just simply can't afford them. And the mm-hmm. smaller agencies are unable to provide the pedigree of work. So in our case, we start looking at that specific audience 
the, 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 the organizations that do 50 million to under a billion dollars that, you know, are looking for a consulting IT strategy firm that mm -hmm. can understand the technology they have, mm -hmm. be able to build on that technology or modernize that technology, um, as well as continue to help them address business challenges. And that's my magnitude of things, right? It could be that, hey, I'm gonna provide you an end-to-end -end service in a project. You know, more often than not, we see today that a lot of these organizations are, are looking for talent. They have a lot of trouble finding talent and, and servicing their own demand. And, you know, they don't necessarily want you to come in and do things end-to-end, -end, but they would love for you to be able to understand their infrastructure, their tech, give them an architect, build a team around an architect, help them hire, help them trade out talent and move quickly and be agile. So to us, it's like, well, how do we serve that, right? And how do we mm -hmm. augment them? And how do we build towards their problem statement? And if you look at the agency world, to be honest, right? You know, agencies that provide services that are, you know, basically, I'm gonna build you a website, mm -hmm. right? You know, they it's in the single digit billions. But if you look at the IT spend of the global ecosystem, you're looking at, you know, multiple double digit billions. Mm -hmm. Majority of those people and those larger organizations, whether it be, you know, small and medium enterprise, you start to learn that they want to have more control and more visibility and some of these things. So us as an organization, as we've heard these things and listened, we've continued to optimize for it. So how we add value is truly through our messaging, our listening, and then how we position our services to really address those challenges and help these organizations be able to, above all, you know, service their problem statement. Thank you, Lucky. So Lucky, I mean, what I found out talking to other agency owner who has grown over the last five years or doubled their revenue, let's say, one of the problem in early days, we all made that mistake that we target too many customers, right? That means sure. like you mentioned like SME, like, you know, I always thought that, you know, I can go ahead and get a Fortune 500 company. I did, but the getting a second one was a myth. It's either hit or miss, right? But Agreed. I've been the same, uh, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So now what you said it is, really important here that you know can you elaborate that why an agency is growing they should concentrate on sme market maybe company with revenue few million dollar and they are actually they can afford you and you can actually give them a better service also so tell so me a little bit about more you, about you that you can't you can't boil an ocean right as as good as it sounds right first off not everybody's a good customer right yeah. and that's not meaning that they're a bad customer but you need to have a persona of your buyer need to understand your buyer and and you know after uh several months or a year or a couple of years doing it you know ass assess your funnel assess the, the businesses you've had work with and, and assess your successes and see which ones are the most profitable right in our case we we see smes as that that vertical for us um and there's even more you know zeroing in that we've done in smes whether it be industry or specific services we can offer to that SME and, and how we gain the most value and how we add the most value. Um, so 
Your, an agency should target an audience because one, it needs to know its buyer so it can speak to it, that buyer specifically, right? Mm -hmm. The more specific you are in marketing and more specific you are in messaging, the higher your sell-through rating would be. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, like you, Jared, I once upon a time was like, hmm, let me go get the Fortune 10, right? I called every single one. I tried to get every single one. And I got one, right? But getting a second one, not so, not so easy. And even like, I'm working with X, you know, this is why Y should work with me. You know, they're not really interested, right? And like, you know, a lot of times your relationships will take you so far, right? Like, like most other people probably listening to this podcast, I started based on all my relationships. I was shaking hands and kissing babies and, you know, working my network. And, you know, I was able to get to you know, a sizable amount of revenue, but mm -hmm. that, that caps out and, you know, that, that hockey stick growth levels, mm -hmm. right? So at some point, you need to assess on that growth pattern, what worked and what didn't work. And then you need to target an audience and be able to speak to their pain points specifically. And if you listen to them, you can address those challenges and you could speak directly to the value propositions that would in turn, you know, drive them to want to speak to you and then buy your services, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, it sounds simple, but to be honest with you, it took me a long time to get to that point of understanding. I'm still learning, right? Yeah. As, as, as you know, uh, and I alluded to, right, I'm evolving the business and we continue to evolve, right? And, you know, it, it's, it's an, it, it, we're a learning organization, yes, right? Yeah. And, you know, every, every win... We all make mistakes. You know, I fail nine out of 10 times. I fail more often than I win. It's just a reality, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, what I've learned is data is a truth teller. Yeah. If you look at the data and historical data, right, you can start informing future decisions. And from there, you can zero in. And the more audience targeting you can do, the more likely you are to reach the consumers interested in your services with relevant messaging, mm -hmm. it also decreases the odds you'll waste time, which is money on uninterested eyeballs and conversations and help move potential customers down the proverbial funnel. Mm -hmm. And it yields results. Yeah, yeah. So one thing came to my mind, which is we are talking about failure here. Like just because you tried some niche and a lot of agency owner I talked in the past, they think that, you know what, I'm going to try, I have tried with A and it worked, I'm going to try B and it will work. But they also asked me that question that, you know, you know, the B did not work out, the niche customer, like another group of people. But I said, I fail every month, every year. We had a big plan beginning of the year to target another audience and we did not get any clients, but we worked for six, eight months. And then I said, you know what, probably this is not the right field. Do you feel you also experience similar trend like where failure is there sure. but I think, even I think failure is better than success you it. have achieved a lot but you probably fail a lot more times also and after that you get success for sure and failure is better than success to be honest with you success is sweeter yeah. but failure teaches you something a lot of times when you succeed you, you fail to learn the lessons that you need to succeed mm -hmm. um and you know like you i fail quite often and, you know, I'm not shy to admit that, um, 
You know, I feel that if I don't fail, then I'll never succeed. And, you know, if you're not trying, you're not learning. Um, you know, I'm, I, it happens all the time. There are services and industries I spin up and I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. It's yeah. going to be great. And then 90 well, days later, 120 days later, I'm like, oh, wasted my time. This is not working, right? But I didn't really waste it. But like, you know, I, de- I definitely learned something. But, you know, this time sunk. But you can't, you can't think about it that way, right? Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's a necessary part of the equation to get to the promised land, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I, I think yeah, like, I mean, that is always the case. Like, but I'm, I can think those who are listen, our listener probably would think that, you know, these people who are successful, they are always winning. They, no. Whatever decision they made, it's, everything is perfect. It's not like that. Uh, following up with that, um, one other thing I'm interested in that there are so many new technologies coming out. There are a lot of new. I mean, what I found out that, you know, five years ago, I could say, oh, there are a few things I could do and provide service to SME. Now, I'm sure even in Shopify, there are API development, there are front-end work, there are management. Now, how do you decide on new field? What? How do you get into the new field of in your service which is related to that? And how do you decide which one will work and give in our uh, follower that if they can follow some formula? I don't know if it's a direct formula, right? I, well, there's a couple of things that I pay attention to. I pay attention to market trends. I pay attention to you know other technologies that I see growth in. For example, WordPress, right? You know, WordPress was once just a blogging technology. Everybody was like, oh, it's a blog. WordPress makes up the lion's share of the web today. Right, whether you're a startup, eighty plus, right? Eighty yeah, plus, 80, 80, eighty plus, correct? Yes, and like you know, today we're one of twelve gold partners of WordPress Enterprise Suite of Solutions, WordPress VIP. Right? There's literally you know, dozens of people trying to build WordPress out there, but we're one of twelve partners that are working directly with Automatic to use their enterprise cloud computing solutions to enable enterprises to build on those platforms and those tools. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, that didn't come because I just knew I was like, oh, let's do this. I was paying attention to trends, right? And I started by doing a little bit of WordPress development. And I saw, okay, it's working. Then I started optimizing towards it. Even Shopify, right? Like Shopify was something that I was building e-commerce. And, you know, we were building WooCommerce, we were building on Magento, we were building on big commerce, we were building custom websites for e-commerce, we were doing everything. And then I started to see a trend. You know, people wanted things that were easy for them. They wanted these tools that their marketing team could use. And they wanted some of these things. So I started optimizing towards those things, right? And Mm -hmm. I think that's a very important thing. It's like, you know, you can pay attention to your customer but you also, on your side, as you're running this business, you need to pay attention to trends. Like It's like I alluded to in that first question, Trent. It's like, you know, staff augmentation. People, people would think that's like, uh, you know, um, not counterintuitive, right? Mm-hmm. Like people want people to build everything end to end. You know, over my time and looking at it and just my, me just being a diligent person and reading and just reading about different companies, you start to realize what's important to these SMEs. It's control of resources, it's flexibility, it's, you know, it's all these different things. So mm-hmm. what does that point towards? If those are the things they want, what, what type of service do they need? Okay, they need access to resources, they need dynamic resources, they need, you know, 
They need second tier resources that can do cloud computing and all these other more complex things. So, okay, it's not just staff augmentation, it's staff augmentation of full stack developers that can use all these other tools and do all these things that are senior architects. Okay, so let's do that and let's make it easy for them, right? So, so that's how I'm looking at things. And that's how I'm trying to spin up new services. And that's how I even knew to spin up my AR VR business, right? Because mm-hmm. like, oh, we're doing too much. Okay, why, why are people confused? Just to do, like, do they do AR VR? Do they do web? Do they do mobile? Okay, just make this a separate business. Do this and you know, separate my funnels. Speak more concertedly to these audiences. And then you start to see things aren't working and moving towards a more successful pattern. No, this is amazing. I mean, like what you have done, I mean, congrats again. Um, Lucky, um, sorry, we have a limited time here on the podcast, but I would love to catch catch up with you in future on other um, topic because you know a lot. Uh, What is the best way people can contact you? Um, They can shoot me an email, lucky mm -hmm. at Mm semtrex.com. They can, you know, um, they can get me on Twitter. My handle is LLGobindrum. Okay. And, you know, um, you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Lucky Lance K. Gobindrum. You know, I'm, I'm very responsive across the board. Um, so, you know, whatever means is preferable. I'm happy to chat. I'm excited and I welcome conversation. And I love sharing expertise and I love knowledge and, you know, just having an open discourse with, with people. So don't hesitate to have people reach out or please do reach out, I should say. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, it was very nice talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Twitter at ManagedCoder or visit our website at ManagedCoder.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.